Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. And my name is Josh. We are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. It is a late one. The Pens took on the Flames and we got absolutely burned. Let's get after it. All right, Josh. A late start for the Pens. We started at 9 o'clock tonight, Eastern Standard Time. It was not a good feeling then, and it's not a good feeling now after the game. A win would have made it better, but the Pens got absolutely destroyed from start to finish. The Flames take down the Pens 4-1. to one. What was your first reactions? What's the first things that's coming off your, your dome? What do you got to tell people? Uh, I I think the Penguins are still on Eastern Standard Time and weren't ready to go uh, because they it felt like they were just playing on their heels all game and then when there was any type of I'll, I'll just call it progress um, it just it, it was immediately taken away by the Flames um, yeah uh, I I mean I'll say just based off of our, uh, our last episode, I was like, oh, I don't know who's good on Calgary that makes them four and one, but I'll you look it up. And then they, I found out Kadri. they have Huberdo and Kadri and uh, uh, Martin Martin Lucic. And, and they're fully. And yeah. yeah. And their goalie was like top, top five last Archer, year. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, Calgary's freaking good. All right, yeah. got it. And they, they displayed that today. I think it clearly showed that they they were the better 4-1 team. Yes, nice, yes. Yeah, so it was 4-1 and one against a team that's 4-1-1, one and one, being the Pens. And I thought it was going to be a good matchup, uh, especially Casey DeSmith. I think he started off pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Unfortunately, with bad defense, again, led to an onslaught of goals from the home team. Let's get into the scoring. Uh, Opening up was uh, Kadri, or Kadri, however you want to pronounce his last name. He He was good today. He was flying around for the Flames. He got the first two goals in the first. Huberto. From the, the the Florida Panthers when they made that massive trade, this was his first goal uh, with the Flames. So I guess congrats to him. I mean, whatever is a power play. And then Gino scored the one and only Penguins goal, assisted by Pullian. Not Pullian, just Pullin. Sure. <laughs> But it's Sam Poulin. I think if there's anything, we're so exhausted. No. We just don't care at this point. But if it's there's Sam any, Poulin. if there's anything that the listeners have learned from from me is that I cannot pronounce last names in the and NHL. I can't pronounce where the Flames play, so that I refuse to say it. <laughs> um, well, anyway, he gets his first NHL point. 
in his first NHL start. Congratulations, stick taps to you. Uh, but you didn't do enough. It's uh, so we, we, we lost four. <laughs> you can't put it all on him. All on him. And then uh, Michael Stone uh, scores in the second, and and that's it. And there's no there's no goals from there on. Third period was just a lullaby for me to go to sleep because there was nothing really happening. The Penguins didn't play well. I don't even think the Flames matched their energy from the last two periods. The third period just felt like it was a necessity in order to finish the game. Both just teams, skating around. Yeah, I was just a bunch of like putting the puck in the zone and like, did we do good, coach? Did we do good? And that's kind of how it was. And I was extremely bored, especially because we were down 4-1 knowing that we were going to lose this game. But yeah, always yeah, the worst. Always the worst. Well, guys, that was pretty much it for our quick game recap. And now we turn it over to our overtime section segment that is our three on three where Louie and I go back and forth with our uh, three takeaways of tonight's game. That's right. The first one for me is, uh, I kind of alluded to it, I think the Penguins are stuck on Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, uh, they late did not, starts. They did not seem ready to go on this late start. Uh, I mean, I gave them a pass yesterday because it was 8 o'clock. Um start time for like Eastern Standard Time, but tonight they just did not seem interested at it, all. Yeah, they just seemed like I don't know, like especially watching Sid was not in the groove today. Yeah. It was just weird. It would just look like they like it was an exhibition game. Yeah. Like it was a preseason game. I don't know if it's the back to back. I don't know if it's the you know trying to adjust to the time zones i don't know i i'm i'm not a professional hockey player that travels uh you know every other day to fully understand the effects of it but i'm I'm, it's obvious there's something there was something yeah it's 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 got to be either the back-to-back uh against obviously good teams or just the the jet lag or time zone difference something uh, they everyone seemed not interested to play hockey tonight speaking of that i'll go into my first one i think the reason why we are not playing well is is my take is is jake the key is jake gensel the key to the pittsburgh penguins being good because when he was on the the roster and he was playing Phenomenal. We're four and one. But when well we're four and oh. Four oh and one. Four oh and one. Wasn't his fault that we lost to Montreal. And then as soon as he's gone from the roster, we lose two straight. Is key, is Jake Gensel the key to the Penguins succeeding? I don't know. That's just something I want to throw out there because I'm watching these two games and I'm and I'm just wondering to myself why is there a disconnect to your point we're not nhl players we're not traveling but these guys have been traveling their whole entire lives so i don't think that's it that's fair and i'm like come on half of them are canadian anyway so like they're used to traveling back and forth during the offseason 
Yeah, but I, I think uh, at some point you have to adjust to the uh, the Pittsburgh Eastern time zone. But I mean, I your, your, your Jake point is interesting. I mean, it is just a, a two game sample at this point. But I mean, it is. I mean, it's accurate. But now we have to throw Zucker into the mix because he missed tonight. So That's maybe right. if uh, he if he's not ready by Friday and Jake still isn't ready for Friday, we'll see what happens. If we lose again, then, yeah, maybe that is the uh, trend. And not only is Jake the future, but he is current. He is the present. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I'm just throwing that out there because I, I don't know. As Mike Sullivan, how do you mess up with all these lines? Um, with Jake Gensel out, Zucker out. I think he did a good job anyway today. I think he not touching the fourth line. Like, Poulin started his first uh, NHL game, and he was starting center for the third line. And people on Twitter were freaking out, going, hey, this is great. Look at this. We know he's going to be good. But the reason is not because Poulin's good. It's because our fourth line has been so good. You don't want to mess with that. That's the one line that's been generating a lot of buzz. So let's just mix up the top three lines, keep the fourth pretty good. I don't know. I don't know. What does Mike Sullivan do without Jake Ansel? I'm not sure. So that's my second point, Josh. That's my first one. Josh, what's your second? Uh, my second uh, is that it's nice to see the second piece of the big trio finally show up in Malkin. Um, yeah. I understand he's he has a few points uh, on the year uh, leading up to the game, but it just didn't seem like he was fully there. Uh, just, I mean, I think we talked about it uh, after the last game and the game before that, where he's just uh, not really having possession of the puck, just bouncing off the sticks. Passes are going everywhere, but tonight he looked better. Just, uh, I won't say back to his normal self, but he looked better. And now that he's he's coming back, now we're just waiting on Latang. And uh, I don't know if that is an alley-oop to your number two, but... Um, it was actually my number three on the list, but yeah, let's sorry. bump that up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let's bump it up. Um, I'll let you go back to back. Hit it with your two and then three. Oh, yeah, because they all are kind of good. <laughs> so, Latang has been playing absolutely atrocious. And I've said it multiple times in the last, like, three episodes of this podcast after every single game. But Latang has been so bad, Josh. So bad. And it's not that he's back on the pens. It's the fact that he finessed the pens to pay him money and he's back here and he's passing to nobody. He's fumbling pucks at the uh, blue line. He's giving pucks away uh, or he's just standing there on a penalty kill or doing something. I don't know. It's just not defense. I don't know what he's doing. I'm very frustrated watching the Penguins, especially Latang right now who's doing absolutely nothing. And if we break it down, he hasn't really been doing anything in the first four games. So it's not like I'm I'm pulling this out of 
the hat because we're down two games now. No, I think it's just because he's been playing really bad. He needs to get back into it. The only person out of the trio that I think is playing to somewhat normal self is Sid. Sid, 100%. Gino was a little lazy to start the season, and yeah. Latang has yet to show up. He People go, oh, he threw his body. Look at him doing stuff. Okay, I don't want the bare minimum from Chris Latang. I want him to go out and do things. That's the reason why we pay him money. Same thing with Gino. Same thing with Sid. We expect Sid to go out there and make a play. And he has been doing that. Gino has scored. Okay, you're getting back in yourself. Good for you. Latang is the only one of the 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 what is it called? The the monster with the, the three heads. Oh, I don't even know. What is that? I don't know. Is that like a Hydra? Yeah, I, I thought that was I thought that was uh, the villain in the Avengers. That's first of all not the Avengers. That's Captain America. But okay, whatever. <laughs> come on, Josh. All right, let's try to pretend like we're a little bit cultured here. Um, so <laughs> no, but like when Hercules fought the thing when he cuts off the dragon's head and then it grows again, isn't that the Hydra? Your guess because is you know what? Mind. You know what? Now that I think about it, it is because in Captain America, you're gonna go. If you cut one head off, two more shall take its place. That would be Hydra. What is a Hydra? I'm right. everyone's hopping aboard this journey with me as I Google what is a Hydra. Well, I, while you're doing that, I'll First just talk. First of all, your boy's a genius because uh, I figured it out. All right, so I was right. <laughs> I'm proud of you. All right, can I take this away from me because I am going on a rant. That doesn't mean anything to this. To the, This is what happens when we watch a game and it's midnight as we're getting ready to upload this podcast. Josh, take it away. What's your, what's your, what's your, uh, I know I said I was going to go back to back, but I got too heated on the tank. It's you okay. go, you go, and then I'll go, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I was just going to finish your Latang point by just, just saying, you know, the, the issue isn't so much the poor play that is the issue like but like it's a bigger issue because of the negotiations and the contract that was given to him over the offseason um you know the, the the man to be paid like a you know top five defenseman in the league and all all we're asking for is what he's capable of i'm asking for a top 20 defenseman in the league He's not even given that. Sure, yeah. But in reality, he is a, a top five, top ten defenseman in the league when he's on. When he's on. He's on. He is, he's when on. He is on. He's on. Yeah. But we have not seen Chris Tang on yes. for the last two seasons. Yes. And I'm I'm trying to adopt the mentality that it is an 82-game season. And I'm sure Mike Sullivan is already preaching it because, I mean – He's the best in the biz, and, you know, all of these guys understand, you know, it's a long season. Latang is probably saying it to himself in the mirror every morning. Waking you know, up and just pointing at himself? It, it's a Play long better. season. It's a long <laughs> season. I will get better. And I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I would probably put money on it that he will bounce back. But... 
yeah, I just wanted to just come f- full circle with with Latang after your little Hydra uh, hiatus. I thought it was a good, well. I just wanted to make sure we didn't have to edit that part out if I got that part wrong about Hydra. I was in fact correct about what a Hydra is, so we can Kudos. keep that in. Thank you so much. I was thinking of Hercules. Don't know why, but I think you as a listener should understand what's happening in this this head of mine. So, yeah. last one, just to piggyback off what, well, did you make your point or did you? No, just, no, oh, I was you're finishing up on off, Letang. Going yeah. off on Letang. Okay, yeah. enough about Letang. It's an 82 season. Letang, look at yourself in the mirror and say, be a better defenseman. Josh, go ahead. So number three, um, since there weren't many good things to talk about, um, I, number three is just the Penguins' poor play. Uh, yeah. You know, just talking about, you know, a, a, a loss, unfortunately, like you you find the, the flaws, which I'm sure there were when we were winning six to two and six to three. I'm sure there were, but the six goals hide that. And... It, you can't you can't hide poor play in a loss where you only score one goal and there was um uh i i'm bad with the commentators names on the on the on the Steve. game i i don't know what happened my it's okay it's all right just keep rolling with it <laughs> steve mears and bob airy bob airy he said that he was talking to someone and said that uh, the Flames were trying to just learn how to win close games. That's right. He was talking about Huberdeau's Huberdeau. interview. Yes. There you go. And thank you. And so you heard it too. And like I, as soon as he said that, I, I immediately said to myself, the Penguins too. The like. So far this season, if it's a win, we've won by like a minimum of three goals. And like, why why can't it be the other way around? Like when it's close, we just automatically start unraveling and just we just let them just walk all over us. The only the only difference was the um, the other game the other night where we were down against Columbus uh 3-1 and we ended up winning 6-3 but i mean i don't know just like to see a little bit more no energy a little more fight a little more resiliency that we thought was there but not so to piggyback so your bad play it was mine as well so we've been doing a lot more um agreeing than arguing in this But in fine. this segment, it's fine. It's a long season. It's, we got 82 games to kind of argue back and forth. But uh, bad play is one of mine as well. To piggyback off of what you were saying, Sidney Crosby had a quote last game. We mentioned it in our podcast yesterday. They haven't played a complete game even when they won 6-3. 6 whatever. I think it was 6-3 both times. Six, and then, it was six two six two six, six three, three and, and that's it. six one six six yeah 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 something like that so every win all four wins we haven't played a complete game mm-hmm. there have been periods where we weren't great and i think to sid's point 
He just wants one game where they're playing 60 minutes of solid hockey. Today was no minutes of solid hockey. Absolutely not. I think we just need to buckle down to Huberto's point and just play a little bit more defensively. We've been struggling in that area for the Pens. If we play a little more defensively, we get the puck out of our zone, especially after we ice it, after we take a penalty in our zone, that we don't allow them to stay in our zone. That was the biggest issue uh, with the Pens tonight, is that they kept on allowing the Flames to maintain possession in uh, our defensive zone. And look what happens. They score, they score, they score, they score. And we're looking around wondering why this is happening. It's because our defense is not playing well in front of our goalie and our forwards is not playing good defensively in our own zone, which is biting us in the butt. We need to change that in order for us to win and for order in order for us to play a full 60 minutes of hockey. How'd you like that little wrap up there? That was beautiful. And Thank you. So we will conclude it there of our uh, TPC overtime segment. Next, we move on to our uh, TPC beauty of the game. All right, the TPC beauty of the game is Sam Poulin. Congratulations, Sammy boy. It is your first NHL game. Unfortunately, it was a loss. You had a point in it, so you got to take that puck home with you. Uh, You also took one of the penalties. Shame on you, but you played good throughout the whole entire game. So that's fine. I think you played really good. I was happy to see him play on the third line center. I think he played well with Kapanen and McGinn. I think that was a good combination for him. It was like a mix of speed, and he was kind of there with it. Uh, yeah, he did give up a puck that led into a goal. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. He got an assist. He took a penalty. We're not going to talk about that. He played well throughout the whole entire game. I think it was an above average NHL debut. What do you think, Josh? Sure, I I agree. Um, and, you know, it is hard to find a beauty in a, uh, a difficult loss. Um, but at the at the same time, you know, it is his first start. Uh, I believe I remember them saying that they didn't have like a morning skate today. So realistically, he was just thrown in cold. So, I mean, kudos to him to, you know, come in and just find his role as soon as he possibly could and just get going, get after it. Um, I was uh, kind of surprised to see him as a starter. I mean, a, a center. Center. I'm, I may have missed it, but I could have swore that he was a winger last year in Wilkesbury. But he was. Um, but I think to that point, they they wanted to make Carter a wing to help out the second line, so it. that freed up a center in the third. You know Kapanen's not going to do it. You know McGinn no. could probably do it, but he's probably more helpful on the left wing. So let's put Poole in there, see what he does. And I think that's to our point that I previously stated. I think it was smart by Sullivan not to touch the fourth line, even though they were non-existent today. I don't know what they were doing. Fourth line did not show any um, 
power that they have been showing in the last couple of games. But it was smart of him to put him in the third line and just mix up uh, the top two. So uh, that'll do it for our TPC Beauty game. Congratulations, Sam Poulin. I hope you get to stay up in the NHL. Um, and that was our TPC Beauty of the game. All right, let's take a look at the road ahead for the Penguins. We got two days off, Josh. Sleep, rest up. Penguins are taking on Vancouver Canucks at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Woo! And then following the next day, it's a back-to-back. Then we play Seattle Kraken on Saturday. Guess what? At 10 p.m. Um, so... What a lovely time to be alive when we're going to do a podcast at 1 a.m. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. But thank you guys so much for staying with us. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And thank you just for listening to me rant about Chris Letang. Thank you for everything you do. Don't forget to go on Twitter. Follow us at Pens Collective on Discord, Penguins Collective. And Josh, where can they find this wonderful podcast? They can find us wherever they find any other good podcast that is out there. Uh, You can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. What? (laughs) Um, And just uh, when you're there, when you're listening, like, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. Uh, whatever whatever the platform offers, uh, please make sure to do it. Uh, and just uh, like Louis said, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for your engagement. And uh, we will see you uh, on Friday night, uh, right after the... the technically, 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 we'll see you guys Saturday. Saturday morning. <laughs> it'll be Saturday. And then Sunday morning. Yes. That's- That's crazy to think about. Yes. But as always, Louie. Let's go Pets!